This is In the Know for Wednesday, April 12, the 102nd day of 2023. There are 263 days left in the year. Good morning, MB. Guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose. Live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast. On Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the commonwealth, and the country. Louisville community still mourning and reeling from events earlier this week. We'll talk about that. The tax filing season is drawing nigh. We'll tell you about that. And there's a new leader on most female followed female artist on Twitter. That and a whole lot more. Coming up today here on in the no settling into my left rolling Mach nine with her hair on fire. It's my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm okay. Beautiful spring day out there. Yeah, it is. Enjoying it so far? Yes. Uh, we like to talk about phobias sometime. Do, are you familiar with a blutophobia? Do you know what a blutophobia is? I do not. A blutophobia is the fear of bathing. Oh. No one has a fear of bathing? Oh, no, I don't think so. I don't have it. I, I'm glad. I don't have it. You don't have it. And thank God for that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Might, be a, might be a deal breaker on mm-hmm. that. Over there in chair number two, it's a Wednesday morning, and we say welcome back to Grayson County Extension Service Ag Agent, Miss Whitney Carmen. Morning. Morning. Welcome back. I'm glad to be here. Good to see you. Of course, we were all away last week. Yes. And uh, good to see you back here with us this week. Uh, uh, Question, what is is less relaxing, a week at work on Quarry Road or a week on spring break as the mother of three? (laughs) A a week on Quarry Road is less or is more relaxing than being at home. I thought it might be. Uh, Did you have plenty of uh, places to run and go and do and be on spring break? Yeah. In fact, you know, I told the girls at the office, I said, you know, I'm going to I'm going to work a couple of days. I'm going to work from home a couple of days and I'm going to be off a couple of days. And those. Wow. Those days went by really fast that I was working from home because it was like I never really did, you Mm -hmm. know, Uh yeah. Yeah. Going a million different places. Uh, did you play some ball last week? You don't have yeah, some sporting did. events? We did. Mm-hmm. Well, anybody hit any home runs or anything? No, but we, we've, uh, the kids are doing well. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Good. Well, it's uh, in a few weeks, I guess you'll be in really in the, the swing of the spring sports season and um, as uh, school wraps up for the year. So the weather's going to be nice for the rest of the week, really, if you want to get out and. Um, uh, play some ball or play some uh, frisbee or whatever you want to do. Sunny, warm, but also plenty of pollen today. I don't know if you've noticed, but uh, I'm having to do mm. double duty on allergy medicine uh, right now because I can just tell like there's a lot of stuff in the air that would uh, love to give you an allergy cold. Tree pollen remains, uh, levels remain very high. There's a spotty rain chance for Friday, but otherwise looking pretty good. Sunny and 80 today. I think the 80 will be more likely closer to the Louisville Metro. I think we'll get 78, 79, something like that between the lakes. We're going to be clear in 49. God bless you. And uh, mostly sunny and a high of 84 for tomorrow. 84 for Thursday in April. That's going to feel, well, you're going to get to test the AC for the first time for sure uh, tomorrow, unless you just want to be miserable. Well, we may hold out. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Are you all window openers? We're window openers, but we also, we're not really 
I mean, we're not home during the day, mm-hmm. so by the time we do get in, it's it's, it's already kind of cooled off again. It's hard to resist that temptation. The afternoon you come in and the thermostat says, "Well, it's seventy six degrees in the house," and mm-hmm. like, well, yeah, but the temperature's going to get you know lower to you know forty nine overnight. So by tomorrow morning, you might appreciate having the extra heat because of the the mm-hmm. chill and the. I've been testing out this dual. Like these ranges, you know, some of the some of the new thermostats will just keep it between a range, no matter whether it needs to heat or cool. Yeah. And sometimes it's even hard to get that dialed in, but mm-hmm. uh, that can that can help as well. Because this is the time of year where it seems like you're constantly tempted to go back and forth, heat, air, heat, oh, air. And it's yes. just like, can we just find a happy medium and stick with it? Uh, another 24 hours means another day, an opportunity to reflect on. The uh, day after Easter tragedy in Louisville what happened Monday morning with the shooting at uh, Old National Bank. And uh, every hour seems like we learn a little bit more or perhaps we have confirmed, like I'm looking at a headline, uh, a lower third on Fox right now. Fox News says family Kentucky shooter had mental health challenges. Well, I mean, I don't like to make assumptions or presumptions, but I don't know anyone in peak mental health who would um, inflict such harm, trav, uh, evil, and terror on people. So that, I mean, it's a confirmation. It's good to have to show that maybe this was not the the first act or mm-hmm. the first indicator that a person had mental health issues, but clearly uh, this person did, a former employee at, you know, I'm hearing the word worked. Well, I think worked was past tense. Not, See, and that's what I, not I've heard conflicting work. You know, I've heard that he was a going to be a former employee or that he was. Yeah, there was just there was something that and we'll learn a little more all the time. But yesterday, finally, we got a look. If you wanted to take a look at the body cam photos, the body cam video from the officers, and it showed the chaotic moments as they arrived on the scene for that uh, mass shooting. And um, it's really uh, revealing and and telling. it's two different officers' lapels, two different wounded officers' lapels, by the way, offer a kind of a rare perspective of them responding to this incident. Uh, one, a rookie police officer who was shot in the head within minutes of arriving at the scene as his partner was grazed by a bullet and sought cover while trying to take down the shooter. They also had a bystander across the street who took a wide-angle video, and so they were sort of able to kind of piece these scenes. CBS did a pretty good job last night um, piecing together the two lapel body cams and then the wide-angle to sort of show, because the second officer, he goes charging up the steps and immediately starts taking fire, and he tumbles down the steps and hides behind a planter Mm -hmm. and kind of gathers himself and figures out, okay, the... If you, there was a, there was probably a 10 step difference. If you're, you know, you're, if you're watching with us, you can see the 10 steps between the sidewalk, which is where they arrived. And then this building was raised. And so in the lobby, the shooter was already in, in the lobby, but because of the reflection, he had the high ground and the ability to shoot at them. And they had a hard time because of the reflection, knowing exactly where he was. But uh, in the video, if you watch it, it talks about how, it says uh, Galloway fired toward the gunman at 844 and said, I think I got him down. I think he's down, suspect down, and then immediately said, let's go get the officer mm-hmm. because he knew that his um, the guy he had helped, uh, he was helping to train had been shot. Yeah. And so Can you imagine was, being on the force for three weeks and that be your first? Like, no. 
ninth day on the job, yeah. I think, something like that. Yeah, yeah it's um, it's unbelievable. And, and you know, we talked about it already the two previous days this week about how you know we we focused on the Nashville situation a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and it's not that we have forgotten that. Because regionally, Nashville is also, you know, an important part of our region of the country, mm-hmm. just like Louisville is an important regional influence on our Commonwealth. That, um, but already in Nashville, I've stopped here because the media that I follow doesn't cover it as much. I'm hearing less about that mm-hmm. on a daily basis. But now we're the third day removed from this, and I'm hearing more of the stories about the people who lost their lives or were impacted. So uh, I think it's a lady from Henderson who had, she was a loan analyst, and she had recently relocated from Henderson to help her daughter with her fifth grandchild, and she was new on the job, and her car is still parked in her parking spot. You know, and oh, it's wow. it's those, and, yeah. and hearing from people in Henderson that knew her. And so I, I, I touched yesterday about how it's 4 million people, but it's still a small state. And you're really typically only one degree separated from, from someone, someone who is, is yes. connected in that. And so <laughs> just reading these stories um, about all the people impacted, uh, not just the ones, the more famous ones or the more notorious ones, but it's... Um, it's uh, obviously is rough. It continues to be rough. They're having vigils across the uh, big, big, big prayer vigils in different churches, and then a community vigil service being held. You're seeing Louisville leaders appealing to uh, lawmakers and legislators and saying, "Doing nothing." You know, you got medical professionals saying, "Doing nothing isn't working." Mm-hmm. You know, it's not. It's not even leveled off. It's it's in, it's increasing, and they and they're like seeds. One will lead to the other, and one will lead to the next, and then two, and then three. Uh, no signs of it slowing down until we do something. We got to treat symptoms and root causes both. We got right. to. Um, and so, uh, also, I thought um, I had been under the impression that it was live streamed to Facebook, but it was to Instagram, Instagram. which is the same company, similar things. And and here's this is another byproduct. You know, Sunday morning we had a discussion, and I, the question was asked: Is the internet bad? Is the internet good? Well, both. both. It's it's both. Mm-hmm. Is social media good? Yes. Is social media bad? Yes. yes. It can be. It's just really an amplifier and it's expedition. But in the old days, in the media, you had to be licensed. You had to maintain regulations. You had to uh, be responsible for content. You had to, well, this, I just click a button and go live and I can reach the world is a very dangerous tool for people who are looking for notoriety or attention. Mm -hmm. And so it's nice to be able to, when you're at your child's birthday party, go live on Instagram or Facebook and go, look, we're having a great time. But guess what also people can do? Mm-hmm. And it's minutes before, because there are no humans that are sitting at Meta going, okay, let's keep an eye on all these videos. You know, let's, we got, they don't have a huge video wall that goes, oh, there's one that's troubling. It takes time for these triggers to, you know, get tripped right. to go problematic video. Let's take it down. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's. That's why we got to do different things. I mean, we and just problematic gotta... posts because if you look at the beforehand, it's chilling. Yeah, telling. So, mm-hmm. uh, you, Whitney, you touched on it. Um, 
minute ago about donating how much money they've raised to legitimate causes. And don't forget, in times like these, the ne'er-do-wells will also crop up and raise money for things they have no intention of going to the people it actually deserves to go to. Kentucky Today, uh, Tom Latek filed a story, and he has some links that you can follow. Donate to a, a lot of people just want to help, right? You mm-hmm. In a situation like this, you feel helpless. What can I do? And it feels uh, almost a little bit trite to just say, well, I'm just going to donate some money. But absent of doing something else and not knowing what to do, it at least is something you can do. Donate to a verified fundraiser, right? Mm-hmm. And then that Kentucky Today story They've got a link to figure out how you're donating to verified fundraisers. Don't just click on a link that your friend shares on Facebook because they might not have vetted these out. Spread awareness by sharing the centralized hub link across your social media channels. And then if you're so inclined, start a certified charity fundraiser for a verified organization providing critical support to those who have been affected. So just be, if you're going to be helpful, make sure you're helpful and you're not also, con, you know, Contributing to Mm -hmm. confusion or causes. And I know people mean well, but sometimes they can be (laughs) counterproductive. Quick action at, uh, by a Caneville firefighter last night helped to limit damage to a surrounding heavily wooded area on Lawrence Hayes Road. Happened last night about 745. Firefighter Trevor Brooks spotted a blaze at the 100 block of Lawrence Hayes Road. Uh, nestled along a tree line, a building uh, about uh, 120 feet behind a residence were on fire. The, he called for help, and the rest of, uh, or at least some of the rest of the department arrived and helped extinguish the spreading woods fire as well in the spacious shed in about uh, 20 minutes or so. The spreading fire burned about a quarter of an acre, and um, I think they were on scene for, I don't know, an hour, something like that. A... Breckenridge County man arrested in a triple murder last week has been indicted on three counts of murder. Uh, Breckenridge County Grand Jury indicted 28-year-old Tyler Weimeyer in the bludgeoning deaths of 77-year-old Audrey Whelan and her daughter, 51-year-old Michelle Whelan, and 58-year-old Doss Smothers. He was also indicted on two counts of second-degree cruelty to animals for killing two dogs during his rampage. I didn't know this was a bludgeoning death. Uh, I saw this last week when we were kind of away, and... The first thing that puzzled me, and Whitney, you certainly know far better than I do, when it said Breckenridge County Sheriff's Office personnel were at a residence on in Vine Grove. That's and, and the I big thought, spring area. It's, okay. It covers, it's kind of where they all three meet. And so technically, Big Spring is in Meade County, Breckenridge County, and then Vine Grove, it's kind of right there next to it. Just so. depends upon where, where, where in that at. community you mm-hmm. are. And I guess probably the Vine Grove Post Office cover sections of all three of those counties Mm -hmm. and so that makes it a little bit confusing because i just typically associate vine grove with hardin county but that's just you know that's just me yeah so but uh anyway uh he was arrested uh on some other charges back in october of 2018 so tragedy there in the uh, that community. During a 24-hour period last week, U.S. Customs and Border Protections officers in Louisville seized three shipments of jewelry totaling $2,400 for being counterfeit designer trademarks while being imported into the United States. On April 3, two shipments from Hong Kong were heading to the same private residence in Jeffersonville, but with different recipient names. One shipment contained 400 bracelets bearing um, suspect Van Cleef and R. Pell's trademarks, 
The second shipment contained about a thousand jewelry sets bearing suspect trademarks from the same firm. So if you've bought any Van Cleef and Arpels recently, nah. you might want to. No, I'm, I'm sitting over here thinking, like, I see all those jewelry posts in my feed, and I, I was thinking, is it going to be them? Is it, you know, like the, not the person, but the, the yeah. brand? Yeah. I it get, rhymes with blunder. <laughs> I get tickled sometimes at the, you buy things online, and then the markings that are on the outside of the package, the literal slow boat from China, you know, it's like this could go around the world in a yes. shipping container to get here. Yes. Louisville forward uh, Jay Lynn Withers says he's transferring to North Carolina. Withers announced his decision yesterday in a social media post. He spent his first three seasons with the Cardinals and would have had uh, two more seasons of eligibility. Will apparently be becoming a Tar Heel down in Chapel Hill. Saw DeMarcus Cousins, former NBA All-Star, is joining the Guaynabo Guaynabo Mets in the Puerto Rican League. Hmm. DeMarcus Cousins in the plan in Puerto Rico. And then this headline is, we've got concerning headlines on concerning headlines. Florida man arrested for chucking chicken wings at wife. A Florida man allegedly struck his wife with a box of chicken wings during an argument about an infidelity, an assault that left the victim splattered with hot sauce and her spouse behind bars on assault charges. Okay. Whoa. For infidelity, that's, that. I mean, chicken wings is not bad. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I, yeah. infidelity is obviously very serious, yes, especially so. if it's a founded claim. But on the surface, before I realized what it was for, I was thinking, don't be doing that to chicken wings. <laughs> yes, also, I'm, yeah, because chicken wings, listen, I bought those recently and they are not cheap. Like, you don't <laughs> no. take a frying pan after them if you're going to do that. Work, works just as well, doesn't it? Got to get to a break. We'll come back. More on the way here on In the Know. Today is Only Child Day. It is Drop Everything and Read Day. Oh my goodness, I'm winning. And. It is grilled cheese sandwich day today. Hey, I'll take it. So, I guess if we had to, we could drag the panini press down. and. Oh, that's a lot of trouble. Yeah, we just make a grilled cheese yeah. sandwich in the skillet, I mm-hmm. suppose. So, anyway, do any of those that make you that make you happy, however you choose to celebrate. Uh, I mentioned at the top of the show, tax filing deadline uh, rolling up into the week. And, you know, typically you think of tax filing deadline as April the 15th. Uh, because it's falling on Saturday this year, the federal uh, the federal tax deadline is actually Tuesday because that's because fifteenth is a Saturday. Then the next weekday, April seventeenth, is recognized as a holiday in Washington D.C. Hmm. So, and I think will I I think will continue to be, and so. There's going to be some gray area on that going forward. The uh, people out in California have been granted, you know, they've had such a rough time weather-wise, mudslides and fires, et cetera. For some of them, they extended the deadline to, to I think, May 15th. So, mm. anyway, but here in Kentucky, Tuesday for the uh, tax filing deadline. Now, that means some people may be getting some bad news. And people who have put it off until the last minute, and they may be, you know, getting a, a surprise. I saw a story last night on the news about a husband and wife couple that, you know, historically were accustomed to getting a refund. And for whatever reason, they 
when they got the news, it was, uh, uh, we need $3,000 from you. Oh so that, that can happen. So here are a few signs that uh, your accountant has some bad news about your tax return. <laughs> if they start a conversation with just how attached to you, just how attached to living indoors are you? <laughs> if they lead the conversation with that, you know, bad news. If they start referring to you as the defendant, mm. there might have been a problem with your with your return. Um, they may follow up and say, are you sure you don't have more children? <laughs> like, like I, can, I, can, yeah. I can really maybe uh, help you out. And then when you get the bill for your for your tax return, for filing your return, if there's a Monopoly get out of jail free card, oh, you'll yeah. know that it's like, well, there were some problems. A funny your, story about that, the get out of jail card, my, when my grandfather was the mayor in our small town growing up, mm-hmm. that was his business card was a get out of jail free card. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Now, yeah. Was he able to, was he able to, uh, did he have a collection of those? Yeah, I mean, just they were just one? his, no, they were his, uh, okay, like, business card. You know, on one side, it was his information, and Do on the other side. you have one of those somewhere? I'll have to see if I, my grandmother can find it. That so he had them made like that at the printer. I yeah. was thinking you were going to tell jokester. me that he bought yeah. a bunch of Monopoly games to open no, them up no, no, and get no. the cards out. He's a jokester, and that so is, that was his, that was that one of his funny. things. Yeah. All right, so uh, we just talked earlier. Is the internet good? Yes. Is the internet bad? Yes. Uh, social media good? Yes. Social media bad? Yes. We do get some life hacks out of the deal, and I, I'm not a TikToker, but I uh, was fortunate enough to have a service that curates things from TikTok for me, and the reason that it appealed to me is I'm a huge fan of Chicken McNuggets. Okay. So, typically, that's my go-to. McNuggets and fries and Diet Coke, that's my, that's... That's my meal of choice at McDonald's. Yeah. And... I often choose the barbecue sauce, but most often I don't use it. I don't know why. I'm I just a, think I'm a sweet and sour. You're a sweet uh, and sour person. I like sweet and sour as well. Sometimes I'll try the ranch, and I think, no, I just don't. I don't really like this type of ranch. ranch I like, is a little different like the barbecue. Than, than the kind I like. But now, when they when they bring you the McNugget box, it's a little hard to. Well, you know, it used to be they had the box and had the flap, the lid closed inside the box and you could pop it open. But now it's kind of like a reshaped Big Mac box where it, mm-hmm. it it's like a big, you know, a big mm-hmm. mouth. Yeah, a clamshell. And so then you got to, it, it just is not real sturdy. It's kind of got, it's trapezoidal and it kind of rocks. And so, and it's hard to balance it on your knee or so. Someone created the hack. Order your chicken McNuggets in a drink cup. Hmm. Like when you order them, ask them to put them in a drink cup because then you can just put the drink cup in your, Mm -hmm. you know, in your built in. Yeah. So smart. So then you're going down the road. You just got to reach into your cup. Mm -hmm. Well, so of course, you know, anytime a great invention like that comes along or a great Mm -hmm. idea, people have questions. Well, what about your sauce? So what do you, what do you what do you do with that? Well, one person said you could just put the sauce container down in the cup beside it and just dip dip and come on up. But then someone else says, "Do you know how many people touch those containers? Those sauce containers." So someone else offered pour the sauce in the cup 
Pour the McNuggets in the cup. Put the shake lid on the cup. Uh-uh. Shake it up. No, I, I could not do it. I could not do it. I don't think I, I could either. Oh, I'm now, too much of a dipper. Do it, I will do it with, you know, if they do hot wings at home and they've got chicken nuggets and the kids want quick hot wings I'll or, you know, yes. something on them. But I don't do it personally for oh, myself. Uh-uh. No. Yeah. No. Now, well, they do make the cup. Yes. You've seen the, uh, thanks to TikTok, they have little things you can stick in your mm-hmm. car uh, the vent yes, that plugs that is in a sauce holder. Sauce holder. Oh, I hadn't seen those, but yeah, that makes good sense. So then your air is just blowing scent, uh, sauce scent hey, all yeah. throughout the car. That's okay. right. I got it. Um, but here's where this would be a problem. Even if I wanted to go down this path, you can't do this in the app. And I'm an app user. Okay. Like I yeah. go, like when I go, I just here's the order, and it's, I'll be out here when you want to bring it to me. I'll be playing on my iPad when you bring it to me. I'm not sitting in that line figuring out that merge and all that stuff. <laughs> I'll, I'll be here. I'll be here five extra minutes that I have to be just to be able to sit here and not have to maneuver yeah. around everybody to get through the line. So I'm perfectly fine. There is no place in the app to go. Put my McNuggets in a cup. There's no special, special. <laughs> no, uh, I don't. I don't spot. think there are. So, but uh. it's a good thought. It is. Well, I mean, it it, it is a uh, it is a testament to if you own a business, hire the laziest people because they, and then hold them accountable because they will figure out the most simple way of doing something. Or the most efficient way to do it, like, just put your McNuggets in a cup. Yeah. Great idea. And I love that there are some companies or some fast food places that I figured out to make the fry container circular instead of uh-huh. oblong. So you can stick those in your yes. cup holder as well. Mm-hmm. Makes a big difference, mm-hmm. doesn't it? Like, who, they're genius tricks, but then you think... We routinely routinely send people in large spacecraft back and forth from the International uh-huh. Space Station. Why did it take us this long to make our fry containers round? And why can't our cereal <laughs> bags have Ziploc? Just it yeah. seemed like pretty I mean, simple and straightforward. Some of them do, but do a they? lot of them don't. Yeah, you if you get off brand, they have Ziploc. Well, how weird is that? <laughs> that is, yeah. it seems backward. Yeah. A woman has been praised for the revenge she took against her snotty neighbors who ordered her to clean up her garden while she was carrying out construction work. She explained how she and her husband set about building a large shed in their garden to store their tools and equipment, but were slammed for taking too long. Despite only taking uh, to three weeks to complete the entire project, the couple received an angry letter in the post from the, quote, neighbor group saying their messy lawn was putting the street to shame. So she went to Reddit and said, I live in a very spacious country subdivision. Everyone has at least an acre. We are about 25 years younger than the average owners. My husband and I personally built a large shed next to a detached bed garage Uh, and uh, it took us about three weekends to do it. We also mow our lawn once a week. Our yard isn't meticulous, but it's hardly neglected. Despite trying their best not only to improve their property, but also maintain its upkeep inside and out, while both working full-time jobs, the neighbors still think they're slacking. So we got a letter in the mail one day. It was typed on a typewriter and came from (laughs) the blank neighbor group. 
I was so mad and revenge was first on my mind for weeks, I couldn't figure out how to handle it to my satisfaction. The letter says, when you first moved in, I wasn't sure if you had the class, finances, or breeding to be in our illustrious neighborhood. Oh. Uh, that's a great way to, that's a great way to start. Oh, my. I see that you finally built a place to hide all the junk you insist on keeping in your yard. Now, if you could only do something about that hayfield you call a yard. So annoyed by their letter, she decided to get her own, uh, to get back on her own, decorate her garden with actual junk, forcing her neighbors to look at it every day. I got two old toilets and put one on either side of my driveway by the street. I planted red, white, and blue flowers in the bowl and stuck a couple of small American flags in for flair. Then made a large sign that read, Thank you, blank neighbor group, for your letter suggesting I take more pride in my yard. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I just... Mm. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I don't think it would take long to figure out who wrote mm-hmm. the letter. Yeah, right? I agree. You just immediately know. Yeah. yeah. What like, happened to love thy neighbor? You look like a typewriter owner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you look like a... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're the one who doesn't know how to type on a computer. Mm. All right, this one's from the Am I the Butthead <laughs> forum. So, here was the question. Am I the butthead for imposing a diet on my wife if she wants to travel with me? Oh. That depends. Like the the uh, original poster has been invited to teach uh, ESL classes, sign language classes, mm-hmm. in Japan this fall. He plans to pursue the opportunity and apply through the proper channels for a work visa. I meet and, in fact, exceed the qualifications, so I'm not worried about that. But I know Japan has a specific culture that looks down upon overweight people. I've already started to lose weight, 30 pounds down in three months, in preparation because I want to be accepted within what their society desires. And goes on and says, I want her to come with me. She wants to come with me, but I want to get her to lose weight with me. And I'm not sure if I'd be a butthead for imposing a diet if she's to come with me. To give you an idea, I'm currently 240 pounds and 6 feet. She's 260 pounds and 5'9". I want to tell her if she can get to 200 pounds by Christmas, I'll let her go with me. <laughs> There's so many things that are wrong. With this. And my question is: Is what difference does it make if she goes over there? And I mean, I know that they have a specific culture, but mm-hmm. let her. I mean, let her <laughs> deal with that. I mean, I don't Mind think I would want to go with them. Yeah, right. if he's that. You know, I think because uh, I, I think, think I'd rather stay home. I think that's what would happen is if he did say something mm-hmm. to her about it, she'd be like, "I'll just stay here." Yeah. Didn't we know from the beginning that he was the butthead? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, mean right? I didn't think there was going to be much that uh, would make it okay. I, I think, I think he means well. I think. Now that's no excuse, mm-hmm. and that doesn't make it okay. And he's trying to modify himself. He's not. He's not. He says, "I've got work to do as well." 
et cetera. But it's your opportunity and you want to go there. I'd say there are other opportunities in the United States where we just love obesity, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and, and so I just don't, I mean, I'm not buying it. Yes, I think you are. I think you yes, are, are the butthead. I think you are. But it did, it did plant the seed. Mm-hmm. I wonder, you ever seen a rotund Japanese person? No. No? I've never seen a Japanese Big Mama Womp Womp. Mm-hmm. You know, so never. Have not. So they have to exist, don't they? Yeah, I don't know. Right. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way. You're on in the know. Well, today's Did You Know is brought to you by our friends at ECTC's Litchfield Campus, College for the Real World. Their uh, summer term begins June 5th, so they're making preparations for that now. Get your financial aid, look into it, get an advisor, look at your course schedule, get your schedule locked in and get ready. It's never too late to get back in the game. ECTC Litchfield Campus, College for the Real World. And Whitney, they have some good people there, don't they? They sure do. They absolutely do. Uh, And you especially love the song Sweet Caroline, don't you? I thought. Today's Did You Know, did you know that uh, before taking up painting, Bob Ross was a military drill sergeant? That's (laughs) hard for me to believe. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, You know, Owen Wilson, he's not actually, uh, he's not impersonating Bob Ross, but Owen Wilson has a new movie out that is Bob Ross-esque where he's playing that type of character and so i've been seeing that recently but i did not know that bob you know it was just oh a little tree a little bit of blue yeah. a little uh-huh. bit of blue very soft-spoken you know, that, yeah and, and now, i mean how and plus how did he get all that hair in his uh in his in his drill sergeant hat you know, he had to like wedge it in there because i guess he probably had more of a crew cut when he was a drill sergeant probably hard for me to march over there march over there <laughs> a tan hut about face <laughs> Drop and give me 30. Maybe he got tired of doing all of that, and so <laughs> yeah. that's maybe, why he went. Maybe he lost yeah. his voice as a drill sergeant, so he had to do something that kept him under control mm-hmm. and mild manner. The National Recording Registry, uh, that is part of the Library of Congress, has added new members to uh, the registry, and it includes John Lennon's Imagine. Yeah. The Eurythmic Sweet Dreams, Led Zeppelin's Stairway to Heaven, Irene Cara's Flash Dance, Madonna's Like a Virgin, Daddy Yankee's uh, Anthem Gasolina, the Super Mario Brothers theme, mm. and Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. Yep. Hmm. Um, the Police's Synchronicity. The Four Seasons, Sherry, Sherry Baby, Queen Latifah's All Hail the Queen, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young's Deja Vu, and the very first mariachi recordings are also being added. So. Hmm, interesting. I, you know, I run over that list about once a year, and I think, I mean, they're all, they're all great entries, and there are a lot mm-hmm. to choose from, but there are lots of famous songs that you would think, like, I would have presumed John Lennon's Imagine was in there long ago. Yeah, yeah. Like, me why? Too. Do, why do they keep overlooking? Well, that? it's the same I mean, thing it's... when they put them in the, the Hall of Fame. You're like, they chose them. Yeah, not I guess that's, this yeah. person. You know, yeah. I guess it's just to each his own. Rihanna now holds another record as the singer and makeup mogul has surpassed Katy Perry this week to become Twitter's most followed woman. Hmm. Rihanna needs a few million followers to pass the Biebs, though, and become the most followed musician on the platform. 
Uh, he's got 113 million. She's got 108 million. Katie's still doing all right. She has 108 million as well. Yeah. But, you know, she's just not cranking out as much new music. She's not touring as much. She's doing residency. Plus, she's really busy with Idol, <laughs> and she's great on Idol. Mm hmm. Without a doubt. Millie Bobby Brown and her boyfriend, Jake Bongiovi. Now, he is the son of John Bongiovi, <laughs> but their actual name is Bongiovi. But early on in John Bongiovi's bon career, they just simplified I it wondered. and made the nice logo okay. Bongiovi. Well, when I saw that yesterday, for some reason, I saw that. I guess because my daughter likes Stranger Things. I don't know, so it's uh -huh. on my feed. But anyway, <laughs> they had they had that picture on there, and I was like, I wonder if that's I was like, is that Bon Jovi? And they just spelled it wrong? <laughs> yeah, Bon Jovi yeah. is uh, the actual name. Jack Black's Peaches song from the Super Mario Brothers movie is eligible for the 2024 Oscars. Don't know that it'll get nominated, mm -hmm. but it does qualify. Have you all seen, you taken the kids to see the, the Super Mario Brothers movie? The kids last week to see it. I did not get to go, but yeah. the, the Kyle <laughs> took them to see them. So okay. they said it was really good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm hearing lots of good things about it. And boy, it did really well. Even Kyle office. said it was kind of a cute, you know, he said it was, it was enjoyable. Yeah. Good. Good yeah. for, uh, and Jack Black is trying to get, he's making a suggestion that they do a sequel to that and get Pedro Pascal to come over and join forces, like to turn and be like a character called Wario. Wario. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Foo Fighters tour is getting longer. Their 2023 tour grows by six more shows. They uh, will play three gigs in early August in Spokane, Washington, Salt Lake City, and State Line, Nevada. And then they will uh, go to San Francisco. Then they are also going to be at Virginia Beach. They will be at Eddie Vedder's Ohana Festival. In October, they will be in Phoenix, what I like to call Pahonix, mm -hmm. and El Paso in early October. They're going to be in Louisville. They are going to be on the tour. That part, Louisville's on mm -hmm. the tour. Yeah, they're on the, they're, is it Louder Than Life? Oh, that's oh. right. So, but. It's them and Green that, Day. Yeah, that and... doesn't count as their tour, though, does no, it? No, but so. listen, that, I, oh, I would, it's either Bourbon and Beyond or, or it's gotta uh, be Louder, louder Than Life, than life. I mean, those two festivals are stacked. Yes. Um, turned into Coachella starts this weekend, I think. Mm -hmm. You know, I I don't know. I don't think Louder Than Life and Bourbon and Beyond are too Coachella level yet, or there's not a mm -hmm. East Coast equivalent of Coachella. But it's gaining. I mean, for the bill that they're able to put together. Because where Coachella runs for two weekends and is a singular festival, this is basically two festivals a week apart or two weeks apart, but... Really, for all intent and purposes, mm -hmm. they're one. Yeah. You know, they're just branded differently. I really, I would love to go, but I think we're going to be unable to. The Jonas Brothers are announcing a second show at Yankee Stadium. So if you want to go to Yankee Stadium and see the Joe Bros. Taylor Swift, named honorary mayor of Tampa, gets a key to the city in honor of her era's dates, tours down in Tampa. You girls pretty broken up about Taylor's breakup? Yeah. Her and mm -hmm. Joe, and they're splitting up. Oh, yeah. Splitting torn the canned goods. I figured you all were mm -hmm. torn down, broken hearted about it. Well, it's the first I've heard of it. So. <laughs> no, Joe, Joe Alwyn? Al, Alwyn? Have they been together for a while? I, I think I think I read six years. Um, oh, I thought she like had a bunch of breakups. 
I think that's what her music is about, right? Yeah. Yes, yes, that's accurate. She okay. has had a bunch of I mean, I, of, uh, I wouldn't know. A bunch of breakups. Shows how far removed I am. No, they have broken up after six years of dating. You can learn more about it on her next album. <laughs> I'm sure you can. Is just listen in. <laughs> yes. Um, reports are that she's suddenly looking for a word that rhymes with Alwyn. Hmm. <laughs> Alwyn. Trying to write a new song. Yeah. Yep. Um, they have broken up after six years of dating, and sources say that the breakup wasn't nasty, but the song will be. Mm-hmm. So just be prepared. I mean, and she's already got a 14-minute song in the books oh. about a breakup or a, maybe a 10-minute song. Oh. So she's going to have to raise the bar, go something like 12 or, or twelve or 13. Goodness gracious. And um, so. Okay, thanks. I'm not saying that she doesn't have bad. I mean, I I do like some of her music, but I could listen. I, I can't. the The people that love her love yes. her, right? Mm-hmm. There is just not. I That's mean, right. Mm-hmm. There is, and there is no moving them, no. right? That, and no. I and I think it's to the extremes. I think there are not very many people that are in the middle. Yeah, I think it's a you know she is this generation's you know whatever she's 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 you know. I, to a different set, she's Beyonce, you know, sure. I mean, she, so, but to other people, it's like, no, I don't, it's not really, you know, it's not really, as the kids say, my jam. I just the glad kids, <laughs> the kids still say that. I, I don't think know. they Is stopped saying kids? my jam, didn't they? I mean, I say it all the time. Uh, that's yeah. your jam too. Okay. I don't know that it's that's not my jam. I, think she's better not country yeah I, I i do agree and if you get inside her lyrics her lyrics are pretty solid work actually mm-hmm. and then reading fire festival 2 speaking of music festivals fire festival 2 is about to happen well it can only be better than what <laughs> happened the last time you've seen the documentary whoa mercy yeah. uh, we got to get to a break we'll come back finish it up for the morning here on in the know mb's point to ponder for today what is the saddest ever seen from a movie or TV show? What is the saddest ever seen from a movie or TV show? Miss Buckles, you want to start? Yeah. The first one that comes to mind is My Girl. So I'm not sure. So when Macaulay Culkin... Uh, can't remember his character's name when he dies and oh veda is her name when veda goes up to the coffin and says um he can't see without his glasses that Mm. that was okay yeah i was really young is there also i've not i don't if i've ever seen it i don't recall it and i don't think i've seen it but isn't there like a really really moving scene in marley and me yes oh that's yeah that's Mm -hmm. i was yes that's a scene all right Mm -hmm. miss whitney what do you think well i have to go back to my youth because I think about the first time that I ever watched a movie that I was visibly just very, very sad. And because Bambi, I wasn't old enough to understand, but the fox and the hound. Oh, when yes. they leave the fox out oh. there, I cried Listen. and cried. And the mammal is crying, yes. driving the buggy. Yes. That oh. is the saddest thing ever. And so, anyway, but there's oh. more. I mean, that uh, The Green Mile, uh-huh. that's oh, yeah. a sad movie. Oh, yeah. One of my favorites. I had a hard time. Of course, I ran through Forrest Gump. You know, a couple scenes in Forrest Gump oh. that are, you know, yes. when they're when they're in the tree. Yes, and then when he's in the tree and she's in the ground. That's sad like, too. That's, yeah. But I'll tell you the one that gets me every time, and it's the one that perhaps surprised me 
the most. Mm-hmm. All right. I also thought of Toy Story when they have to leave the toys. Yes. Right. The, right. So, okay. All right. But. I think I know what yours is going to be. The one that surprised me the most when it happened is Up. I was going to say. I knew it. Yes. That I was new. it. <laughs> Listen, I remember sitting there with <laughs> that. Like, and I thought, oh. You're just like, oh, my I was so mad. I wasn't mad, but I was like. You can't do that in the beginning of the movie. Okay. Right? You but only cry at the end of the Disney, movie. But Disney, if you think about all of the Disney <laughs> movies, they're all sad at the beginning. And, you know, and, and so what was funny is that my my husband and I had this conversation because we have a daughter that loves Disney movies. Mm-hmm. And it was like, why are they always sad and the parents die? And then we watched Coco. And he was like. That was so sad. And I was like, they they baked and switched it, didn't they? Yeah. And he yeah. was like, yes. And that's his. He was like, that is the saddest movie. Yeah. So. They do. They But they really did a rope-a-dope on me with that mm-hmm. one. And I think it made it worse because I was sitting next to you, honey, <laughs> because of the way that it mm-hmm. is. And if you've not seen it, you know, it's an older yeah. couple and she passes. Yeah. And, they, and then the, just the Ed Asner-inspired character, mm-hmm. you know, he just sits there. And it's like you're looking at Ed Asner and he's all of a sudden alone and the music score is spot on and i mean it just pulls and pulls it's like how dare you do this in the beginning of the movie it's just if you look at the top 10 of those like saddest movies oh did you look it up i did and the second one was the opening scene of up oh Oh, okay so i'm not alone i'm not alone and then mufasa's death was this was behind that and so everybody remembers yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, i saw um it, it probably isn't the saddest, but we had something happen recently with Alea. She was watching something, and she just she just like stood there and she said, um, "Can I can I say? I, I, could I, I mean it's a spoiler. Uh, what's the name of the show? Um, struggling. S- you're struggling. Yes, I'm struggling. Uh, I'm, I'm, with, what's it with about? The name. It's the Wednesday Adams. Yes. So it's oh, Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. It's it is Wednesday. just called Wednesday. Yeah. All right. If you're watching that or you want to watch it, then I earmuffs. Cu- earmuffs. But she just came. She just said, she said, Wednesday died. Mm-hmm. And I just, I didn't know what to say. I was, I thought, I just said, well, well, maybe not. I mean, like I thought, well, maybe, maybe it's a cliffhanger. Maybe it's a, but it was mm-hmm. just. My, for her to see that. The first time my kids, the, do you remember the good dinosaur? Yes. yes. Okay. <gasps> I remember Jackson just visibly being upset, like, oh my God, you know, and he was like, what? And so it, so we don't watch that movie. That We banned that movie from my house. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's that movie. Yes, it is that. <laughs> Too much of a roller coaster. Yes. Speaking of entertainment, there'll be no crying on Survivor tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I can't guarantee that, but <laughs> <laughs> the mask singer is on Fox, Abbott Elementary is on ABC. Okay, let's go to today's highlight in history. This day in 1861, the Civil War began as Confederate forces opened fire on Fort Sumter in South Carolina. MLK was arrested and jailed in Birmingham this day in 1963. It inspired the infamous letter from Birmingham jail that he wrote. Euro Disneyland opened this date in 1992. We now call it Disneyland Paris, and we know some people who were there last week. Hmm. Birthdays today... Herbie Hancock is 83. Ed O'Neill is 77. Al Bundy. And then he plays Jay on Modern Family. Dan Laria is 76. 
Kevin Arnold's dad on the mm. Wonder Years. I liked him. I did too. David Letterman is 76. Scott Toro is 74. Andy Garcia is 67. My favorite role Andy Garcia plays is in Ocean's Eleven. Mm-hmm. I mean, he plays the antagonist, but I still like his role He's in good. that. He does a good job. Vince Gill is 66. Shannon Doherty is 52. Claire Danes, best cry face in the world, uh, <laughs> is uh, 44. She has the best ugliest cry face mm-hmm. in the world yes. if you were needing mm-hmm. the poster child for ugly cry yes, face that is claire danes has it nailed yes brooklyn decker is 36 so brooklyn decker in just go with it mm-hmm. right and yes. she's the you know lars is like you know freaking out over her like she's the she's the bombshell yes but one of my favorite parts of that movie is when they go swimming at the waterfall, mm-hmm. you know, and they're just showing her and her bikini and uh-huh. all that stuff. And then mm-hmm. Jennifer Anderson uh-huh. busts herself yeah. out and says, oh, yeah, well, look at me. And uh-huh. I thought that was that was a really well done scene. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not hard to look at, of course. No. And Saoirse Ronan is 29 today. So those are your birthdays. Do we have any gone but not forgotten? We mm-hmm. probably do if I can turn the page. Henry Clay, born in 1777. We know a little about him. Tom Clancy, born in 1947. Fan of uh, his work. And I guess that's it. Okay, chart toppers. Let's go to 1960. Connie Francis, number one, with Mama. Different than Queen's Mama. Mama. And then also different than Eminem's mama. Yeah, I'm sorry, mama. Okay. That's all I could give you of Connie yeah. Francis. I couldn't <laughs> Thank stand, you. I couldn't stand the rest of it. 1969, Blood, Sweat, and Tears, number one. You've made me so very happy. I'm about to lose my mind. You made me so Let's go to 1978, the Bee Gees, number one. If you ever administering CPR, you're supposed to be singing this song in your head. I heard a story about how somebody did that uh, recently, and they were humming this as they were doing CPR because they saw it on the office. (laughs) Please revive. Get up and walk. (laughs) Uh, Nothing's going to stop us now. Starship in 87. 1996. Oh, sorry I didn't get to Coolio's one, two, three, four. Get your booty on the floor. <laughs> gotta, gotta get up to get down. Gotta, gotta get up to get down. Uh, that's what I love about Sunday. Craig Morgan in 05 and Pharrell Williams, happy number one in 2014. Whitney, thanks for coming in. Glad to be here. Good to see you. Uh, I think we'll see you maybe again in a couple of weeks, something mm-hmm. like that. And so, uh, Anyway, don't work too hard. We know it's a busy season for you. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. If you're offered a seat on a rocket ship, don't ask what seat, just get on. If you're offered a seat on a rocket ship, don't ask what seat, just get on. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Whitney Carmen, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.